One, two, three. The Eavesdrop. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Eavesdrop. My name is Laifa. Thank you so much for joining me here today. How are we feeling? How are we feeling? It's currently Friday as of the recording of this episode. And um, I almost didn't get around to it, really. Oh, my gosh. Beyonce is back. Ah! Guys, guys, we're going to take a deep dive right now. I'm not even going to waste time. What are you rinsing? Are you rinsing out Beyonce's new song? You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. Hmm. I have some thoughts. Okay, it's a different direction. She's doing the unt unt music. Okay, she's giving us the unt 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 unt. Okay, I appreciate that. Fine. I think that Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce is at a level whereby you're like, you are Beyonce, and that's a compliment. Do you know what I mean? That's the level that she is at with you know the amount of hard work and grafting that she's done the influence she has she said it herself that she sneezed on the beat and the beat got sicker what i sneezed on the beat and the beat got sicker you don't say all on your mouth like liquor you don't say y'all something like that yeah so where i'm going with that is like beyonce's at a point where she could whistle she'll whistle and we'll be like oh my god oh my god it's amazing like that's how strong the beehive is right like she could whistle, she could just whistle, not a cappella as well, not even singing. She could whistle a cappella. The track could be 30 seconds long and we'll all go crazy for it. <sighs> Where do I start? I had to listen to it like five times and then I made up my mind. And I appreciate what Beyonce has done because as a music lover and as you know, although R&B is my default, it's it's an interesting choice. But you know what is interesting as well? Like Beyonce gave us a whole Afrobeat album and I wasn't complaining. Like I was like, yeah, this is my vibe. So I'm not complaining for this, but also it's like, is this the trend now? Is this currently the pop trend? Because apparently Drake's album is on, the, on a similar sound, on a similar wave. And people complained when his album, they were like, what is this? He's doing the aunts aunts. But um, I'm not a huge, like, I, I'm not a deep, I don't know Drake's discography. Like, I, I only know, like, the hits. So I'm not a huge Drake fan like that. I just appreciate the hits because I, I don't really listen to the albums. But it's like, if Beyonce is doing it, Drake's doing it, what's going to happen is everybody else is going to follow suit. Now, what is interesting for some of you that don't know is during the the lockdown or the pandemic, we're still pandemic in, but you know, at the height of it, I was recording and the music, I, I think in one of the episodes I discussed that it was ons ons. It's a very different direction and people be surprised. Now, whether you get to hear it or not, the powers that be is out of my hand. Like, I don't know. You know, it's certain things. That's the thing with music and the music industry. It's like you put, you put, and then you just have to wait and see. So, yeah. So it's like, oh, if that had been released then, would it 
catch this wave or if if it was to drop now would it catch the wave because because <sighs> the funny thing is I don't want to like I don't want to say how I think you could gather my thoughts not me not saying that I'm in love with it but I appreciate it because when I listened to the track it was very familiar and it was giving me 90s dance and I was like oh okay now Beyonce's voice sounds fresh such she's got such a beautiful voice it's like oh my goodness I've missed actually I haven't missed hearing your voice because I've been listening to your tracks but it's I've missed hearing your voice you know so there's that like she sounds beautiful on anything and then I was like why does this sound so familiar but it's familiar but I'm not sure if I like it so I was like no this song it it sounds break my why does it sound so familiar why is it and then obviously doing like deciding to do my googlings I was like no no this song sounds like I, I can hear another song in this song I, it's like something I've heard before then just to discover that um she's it's a sample from I don't is it called Robin S I don't or is she called Robin S or the song that goes oh, oh my goodness it was released in the 90s or was it early i think it was the 90s when it was released oh, 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 oh yeah you got to show me love follow me i'm tired of broken promises and going nowhere nowhere how to live in love in your head and then nowhere Mm-mm. you know the song after i'm singing it you know the song you got to show me love a black lady sings it i think it's british as well and i was like oh this is the sample so she sampled that song i think it's called show me love i think so do your googles and i was like oh okay so this is why it sounds so familiar then i was like oh i would have preferred if she had just covered this song like if this song had just been, if she just covered it, don't sample it, or like you could sample it, but I'm not sure I like the way the sample has been used. I don't know. I don't know. Like there are parts of the song, of Beyonce's song, this break my soul. You don't break my soul. There are parts of it that in it that are quite nice. And was it when she's singing motivation, my foundation, I'm building my foundation, that part there. I'm like, mm, this is nice. So there are parts of it. And I think what will happen with me and with most people, which, because the thing is, human beings, a lot of people don't have a mind of their own. A lot of people don't know how to think and what to think. They're just like, oh, everybody loves it. So I'm going to love it. But without everybody having loved it, did you love it at first listen do you know what I mean did you listen to it and go check Twitter and check what Twitter was saying and then decide if you liked it based on what Twitter was saying or what TikTok was saying or did you listen to it and think oh oh okay do you know know what I mean so that this is the conversation I'm having with myself because I feel like what will happen is overexposure to you know when you're overexposed to a certain sound you um that's the thing with music it creeps in uninvited you know what i mean it will stay in your head you find yourself 
singing a song from an advert because you hear the advert over and over again. This was obviously before the, you know, whatever, like YouTube and whatnot. But like when it was just, when it was just TV, you would find yourself just listening to an ad. And then by the time you know what you're singing the song, but you're like, hang on, I don't even like that song. And this is what will happen <laughs> with me. I feel, let me just call it a spade a spade. Like I'll listen, like TikTok will go crazy with it. And then I'll be like, actually it's not bad. That's what's gonna happen. I'm telling you now, come a couple of weeks time or a couple of days time, I'm gonna be like, oh my goodness. But my initial response, and it's not because I don't like the unce unce because I can appreciate an unce unce. What, um, if you follow me on Instagram, like sometimes I could be quite active on my stories. My sister and I, we just all of a sudden, because of this sample, we just went through a deep dive of all the unce unce. I'm calling it unce unce, like that's the name of the genre. But you know what I mean? All the dance music that has been released and the hits. And we're like, oh my goodness, this was a tune. And we were just enjoying ourselves. So it's not like we don't like that genre. It's, I'm not sure how we feel about that song, but I'm aware that after a few days, whatever, we're like, oh my goodness, I love it. Mm, I'm not sure. On first listen, I'm not in love. And you know what? I'm going to say this with my chest. Like, I love music. And I think, excuse me, my phone going off. I think that I have a good ear. Now, my ear is not as trained as it could be just because of life and not really delving into the music industry or music the way I would have liked to, maybe lack of opportunity or whatever it may be. So um, I feel like it's, um, it might it might be like a natural gift, but it hasn't been nurtured as much as I would like or I would have liked. So even though I think that, oh, I have a, a slight ear, it's it's like, it's, it's to me, it's like, oh, it's standard. So I could say this, but who am I? Like people are like, well, who is she? Like, who is she to say? And it's, it's true, who am I? I'm just this person on the internet having an opinion and I'm allowed to have an opinion. I'm assuming that maybe this is the trajectory of the album. So this is the, the sound that the album's gonna have. And I'm thinking, okay, cool. I'm hoping that there might be more fun songs on there, like songs that I actually, like on first listen, I'm in love with kind of thing. Cause even the internet, I, people have commented on the internet saying that, you know, when Drake released his thing, people are like, what is this? He's doing the uns uns. Whereas when Beyonce releases her thing, they're like, oh my goodness, I love it. And it's just a different fan base. It's a different collective of people. And and I, I like the, the cultural reference that she's made in, okay, this is the, the direction that she wants to go down in. And she's decided to sample this track or whatever, the, however the decision came about. Her and her people, they are on the ground you could tell that they're about this like they're on the grounds they're not just I don't know if this is like oh this is the new trend but they're listening because I think in an article and I haven't read the whole article but I saw it somewhere somebody was maybe she was maybe it was the Vogue article maybe I'm not even sure I could be chatting it could be in the Vogue because I haven't read it 
but um, she mentioned, you know, she'd been listening to MNEK and Camille and like other British musicians in the scene. So she's paying attention. So it's like, oh, there's there's a big, there, there's something big that she's done here. And she's recognizing that. And I mean, I love that for the culture. I love that for like, it's giving Pride Month all year round. I just hope that there are more fun tracks to enjoy. It did make me go down a rabbit hole of Aunt's Aunt's music and it made me like, oh my goodness, I love this track, I love that track. And it also made me think that, oh, like, I wish certain things had happened by now in my personal life, which haven't, which is fine or whatever. But on the back of listening to on the back of her releasing this track, me hearing it and then doing a deep dive into like all the dance music that I love, I found myself writing. Yeah. So I was excited for, was I excited for myself? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> I, f- I found myself writing and I told myself that I'm not doing this anymore personally I said I'm not doing this anymore and it's weird when you find yourself doing it but it's like also a form of therapy so you're like okay let me just get it out let me just get it out of my system so that's what I did but if you ever hear me singing or hear any music from me just know I'm like at this stage in my life it's a bit of fun do you know what I mean and I've come to realize that you know, life be life in and responsibilities are there. And unless you're like a mega, mega, mega star, even for a lot of the stars that we know, unless you're like superstar, like Beyonce, Jay-Z level, a lot of musicians aren't making bank like that. Hence why, you know, I want to say hence why, but Rihanna, people be waiting for an album for Rihanna and she's out here living her best life. Fenty beautying up the place and having babies and drop, you know, just killing us in the fashion scene and the beauty scene. And she's at a point where she never has to make another song again. To be fair, Beyonce doesn't need to make any more music. She's at that stage now. But I, I, I continue to want music from Beyonce. But I would like a, an evergreen something from her, like the way Rihanna has done the Fenty thing. I would like that, something. I know she's done the Ivy Park with Adidas and stuff. You know, the thing with fashion and when you go into it, unless you have like your classic pieces, like a statement piece, like, you know, you have like in the luxury realm, like I don't know anything about luxury fashion, but like you've got the Gucci's and the Chanel's and the whatever it may be in terms of the bags and you have the classic bags so that even though they come out with these bags that are trendy and whatever, there are bags that never go out of style because it's a classic piece. So I almost want that, not I almost, I want that for Beyonce. Like if she's gonna, I don't know if they're trendy. Yeah, I think maybe they're very trend heavy and sports lux but are there any sports lux classic pieces within her collection i don't know i haven't i probably only have like maybe two ivy pieces and 
I've only ever bought them in the sale. Oh, I'm terrible. But yeah, that's, have I said all I needed to say? I'd like to know your honest thoughts. Like you could totally be against my thoughts. Like let's have a discussion. I think what, as I said, I think what will happen is we'll all end up loving it because that's what money and power and influence does is that even if it's not like a hit and I think she's at a stage where she like I feel like she's just at a stage where she's about the culture so even if it isn't like a radio hit it will be a hit within the culture because lyrically the song is saying a lot you know motivational it's inspirational you know I wanted to love it so hence why I did the deep dive and decided to like I was like why does this sound familiar hence why I did find out what the sample was and hence why I did do like start listening to all of this house and dance and like hence why I did it because I was like no I need to appreciate this because maybe there's something that I'm not seeing and I see it now I see it and I get it I get it and I appreciate it and I'm here for it so it's nothing there's I'm not against I love that she's gone in this direction and the beauty of okay I'm going to talk about age a little bit age and ageism within like for women particular because I'm a woman and the music industry is the beauty of when you get into the realm of like aunt aunt music we're calling it is it doesn't care about people's age do you know what I mean it's it's for everyone and people and I would say it's women on women as well we're so big on like ah like this person's old now they should retire but men get to age grace great gracefully and they get to they become more distinguished when as they age it's expected that you're making more money because capitalism is a thing you know is is effect it's expected that you've landed you're proper you're put together whereas it's really it's really beneficial for a woman to stay young and remain young and just be I know I'm not I'm drifting a little bit but what I'm saying is that unce unce genre is doesn't matter about people's age and I talk about that within the music industry I say that because Beyonce is a grown woman and this is great for her you know what is interesting now I don't know if I'm doing a comparison thing but when I don't when Kelly Rowland did the whole dance scene it didn't sound auntsy did she not do something with uh what's his face really produced most of Amy Winehouse's tracks. What's his name? Mark Ronson. There you go. When love takes over, yeah. No, I can't deny. When love takes over. Yeah, she did the song with David Guetta as well. Oh my goodness. Oh, bring back Kelly. Come drop some unts for us now. But I need to listen to. Was it really untsy? Okay, so Kelly Rowland has, you know, she's done the the whole dance thing. And um, one of my favorite ones was, When love takes over, yeah, I can't deny. Yeah, 
that was one of my faves so yeah but it wasn't it it was better <laughs> yeah that was a lot that's what i've that those are my thoughts <laughs> yeah i'd love to hear what your thoughts are but as i said beyonce can whistle at this point and we're all gonna love it so what are you watching should we talk about love island a little bit i don't know what's gonna happen by the time by the time this episode goes out but i want davide and ekinsu to get back together I know it sounds crazy, but I see it for them. I feel like Davide might not take her back because of his pride, but like wet, some of the things that she's experienced and Jay, was it Jay going on another date or Jay wanting to, who went on a date? Oh, I've forgotten now. And Davide was having like, you know, taking the mick out of Ekinsu, like, oh yeah, they kissed. And he was trying to wind her up. So that whole winding her up kind of made me feel like, oh, he kind of does like her. And Ekinsu, she's a character, isn't she? What else? You know what? Is it Danica? I don't know if she's still there by the time this episode got. But I'm like, babes, calm down. There was something that she did that put me off her but I was like babe you're doing too much relax like you're not a day one babe so being stressed about being single just enjoy the thing like do a Davide Davide's there single and just enjoy the thing and also when like what was that all when he kissed her maybe he just wanted to add spice up yeah he just wanted to spice up the thing usually when these people kiss they're like it was the best kiss ever none of that it wasn't like oh this was the best kiss ever it was just oh yeah that was random let me just spice up the thing let me let me give her a kiss because <laughs> she likes me i i think she deserves that luca i don't have anything negative to say about him but he's clearly become like the main character it feels like like the boss of the house not directly but mm yeah <laughs> that's my thoughts on love island i'm not like pressed about anything you know what else i've been watching actually which we might talk about next week is um i've been watching this is us i feel like i'm a little bit late but like i finally got round to it and i thought it was a movie i didn't know it was a series but it's really good isn't it yes yeah, so i've been watching this is us um it's on amazon prime I'm still on season one. Can't remember what episode I am on, but it gives me food for thought. There's always something to discuss. So it makes me feel like, oh, it's a little bit heavy, but not like traumatic heavy. Oh, I don't even know the characters' names, but the black brother who discovers he finds his biological father and they realize, or the wife finds out that the mum and the biological father knew each other from back in the day. And she's like, oh, I can't keep this a secret. You tell him or I will. That really annoyed me because I was thinking, did this woman really weigh up the pros and cons? Things like this really annoy me. It's giving EastEnders, like, I'm going to tell that secret. Have you weighed up, like, what? Because you don't keep secrets. Have you weighed up the pros and cons? Like, I'm a big believer like whatever's gonna come out in the open will come out yeah but what is your own like what are you going to gain 
from telling your husband that his mother, his adopted mother, knew his biological father all along. You're just going to break up. A, like, if it's going to come out, it's going to come out. It's not you who has to tell him. You're just going to call misery and upset. I'm I'm glad it. she didn't tell him that he found out by himself, which is much preferred. But not... Uh, uh, hold, like, you know your husband. You know the person you married. Why are you just going to cause upset for no reason? Yeah. I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but here I am discussing it. If any of you know what I'm talking about, I don't know what... It's in season one. It's one of the early episodes. What else should I be watching, actually? I say that like I have all the time in the world. I really don't. But just on a personal one, I think... Um, so you know how I've been very open about being like, oh, I never tell people what I do, like the podcast, the YouTube and all that stuff. I'm going to start standing in my truth. <laughs> she says it's actually laughing. Yeah, I think it's time because not that I'll tell people, but I need to not shy away from it. You know, the only reason being, well, I say the only reason being, but what brought it up is that my children are very aware what I do and like one of them like is like yeah my mum's a YouTuber and it's like oh okay and it's like well you're denying it but you are like I'm not denying it but it's like I don't tell people it's like no but you are though you've look how many years you've been doing it for I might do I might write about it actually on my medium if you you should check out my medium I've only got like two or three posts because I wanted to do it like once a month but I haven't I think because I wanted to write like I wanted to be less serious on on my YouTube channel and less serious on the podcast and I was like but if there are if there are thoughts that I have and and I want to get them out I thought yeah so you can follow me on there if you want to I might do a think piece and think piece you know what am I chatting I'm not thinking girl please I might write about my thoughts about being a youtuber and what it actually means and for you know you know what as well could maybe we'll talk about this actually you know what it is as well it's also because you know if you're somebody who started making content before it was cool before it was a thing you were just doing it I still see it in the same light that I saw it then. When you are of that generation making it from back in the day, whether they consider you an OG or not, you never set out to be a YouTuber. And also, like, I still, I, I didn't set out to be a YouTuber. And also because of the negative connotations wrapped around the idea of being a YouTuber. And also... <laughs> and on top of that yeah also because okay now you're this youtuber but not necessarily having the success that your counterparts have had right so your colleagues or your peers you haven't blown up in that way despite having worked as hard or just as hard or maybe harder or whatever the case may be and so it leaves you 
reserved at wanting to title yourself that and i'm talking about myself particularly in particular is that it leaves you reserved to want to use that title because it's like well i haven't necessarily seen the success that i've seen my peers have and also on top of that let's keep saying also the success comes in waves yeah it's like when what you do is so subject to other people watching your content and enjoying your content and enjoying the stuff that you put out when it's so subject to that your success comes in waves so you'll have a wave where you're at a high then and that wave at a high it it may last for a long time it may last forever it may come it may dip and if it dips it's like how low does it dip how long does it dip if you consider your success being linked to numbers or maybe it's linked to revenue which is still numbers right we're all it's still counting it makes you maybe want to pull back from giving yourself that title but need regardless because of what I'm doing and what I've been doing and my my children have grown up seeing me do this and it's what they call me well mummy's a youtuber and they don't even seem I don't know if it's cool to them I don't know but one of my kids the way he says it it's almost like oh he he says it in a way like oh it's cool so um it's interesting but I'm gonna try and own it a lot more. I say all of this in a roundabout way to be like, I'm gonna try and own it a lot more. I think I need to end this episode here. It's been a really, I keep saying I wanna talk for 20 minutes and 20 minutes only and here I am rambling. Thank you. If you've made it to the end and you've enjoyed me rambling, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned next week and uh um, appreciate that I'd be putting on makeup for you lot. I'm, it's, it's, it might be a phase, but I'm enjoying it. And I think, I think some of you enjoy it as well. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching, comment along, subscribe, tell your friends, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend, leave me some topics in the description box, or you can DM me whichever way is easy. And like, let me know what you want to talk about, what you want to discuss. Oh my goodness, just off on that, right? Another reason, yeah. Do you remember also, I was saying that also, another reason why I don't also tell people that I do this is, so it could, because of like the negative connotations attached to it. So I was part of, or am part of a group, right? And then somebody in the group mentioned that they want to start making content and they um, put out there that they want some ideas for topics and they don't just want to be chatting rubbish like every other female YouTuber and I felt offended (laughs) obviously they don't know that I do this but I felt offended although this is a podcast it also gets uploaded as a YouTube video and before making podcasts I was also just making YouTube videos so I was offended because I was like oh well she doesn't know she's not directing at me because she doesn't know who I am but it was just like oh so every other girl on or female or woman whatever the case may be is on the internet chatting 
hmm interesting but you want to be part of that you want to join the club and ask people topic ideas so that you can be one of those people chatting pop on the internet and making money from chatting pop on the internet hmm interesting you make of it what you will do you know what i mean make of it what you will but when you get comments like that it makes you like be a bit reserved like oh let me not let me not say anything i'm gonna leave it at that you know thank you so much for listening i've got so much to do today i've got uh, one of my tires you know what you don't care actually let's not even get into it it's a car situation i need to go and wash my car i need to get some stuff for the garden if the weekend is gonna be nice i want to set out the paddling pool so just imagine if the sun is out as you're listening to this just imagine me drinking a sangria or I won't be drinking a sangria, I'm chatting. I'll be most likely drinking an Echo Falls in the garden, wearing little to nothing. The kids will be in the paddling pool and music will, sorry for the ping, and music will be blasting. So that's if the sun is out. So know for a fact, if the sun is out, whilst you're listening to that this episode, that's what I'm doing. And if it isn't, well, I can't tell you what I'm doing because then I don't know, but... <laughs> Until the next episode, thanks for listening. Bye. The eavesdrop. Eavesdrop.